Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Adjust Your Lenses podcast. Today is yet another great day for you to be joining me. As always, I am your host. My name is Samuel. I'm here to speak with you as we unpack, uncover, and discover truths. Then we restore, replenish, and rebuild each other as we continue to do what? Adjust our lenses. (laughs) Today is already a great day because you are here listening. I invite you to do a quick self-check of where your lens is right now and consider what is influencing your line of sight and vision. All right, let's get to it. All right, all right. Uh, Man, I'm excited. My first guest this season You know, we're going to tackle a topic that is so important. I figured like what better way to start by than you know, other than by by talking about how we handle money. Right. Because here's the thing, y'all. Money runs the world. Now, don't get me wrong. I I, I get it. Y'all hear me talk about a lot of different things, adjusting your lenses, faith and, you know, uh, thinking about how it is that you respond to people and thinking about how you manage seasons and manage time and priorities and all these other things. But we do live in the society and you got to pay for stuff and you got to buy stuff. Right. And even when it comes to faith, honestly, man, there's a lot of money things involved because we're supposed to be good stewards of what God gives us, right? And so what we do with our time, what we do with our energy, with our talents, the whole nine. So money is very, very important. There is no way, and I do mean no way, that we can talk about money without talking about budgeting. Because how can you be a good steward over something that you don't know how to handle it? There's no framework. There's no, um, you know, a design. You're just kind of winging it, basically, right? It's still, it's still early enough in the year. We can talk about this, right? So I have a special, 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 special guest, Bishan. And so you're going to get to know her a little bit, you know, throughout uh, the season and probably in other seasons as well, because she's, she's a jack of all trades, even though she has some very specific and special expertise, um, an educator like myself, but she is a budget Bishan trustee. Bishan Trusty, a very, very dear friend of mine, Bishan Trusty. You're going to get to know her um, over the next couple of seasons. She and I have been rocking out pretty much since I've been out here in the DMV. Uh, she's great. Um, so she's an educator, just like myself, but, you know, much more than that, too. Um, a dear sister in Christ, all of that good stuff. All right. So, Bishan, can you tell the people, the good people listening, how do we meet? Hi, Samuel. I am really excited to be able to talk to you today. So we met um, through a partnership that I was exploring with uh, DCPS. Like Mm -hmm. you said, I'm in education and you were one of the first people I was able to connect to to bring some funding, some support and some interventions to um, the students and school communities at DCPS. And you were on it, you were committed, passionate, and I was really excited for us to really move the work forward together. And so that's how we got started. And we've been rolling ever since. Ever since, ever since, ever since. Listen, you just never know when God is going to place somebody in your life. Um, you know, be careful about how it is that you, um, you know, manage 
even uh, people, right? Mm-hmm. Connections. So I, I talk about managing seasons a lot, but how we manage connections is important, right? Now, one thing I'll tell y'all is, is that I have had some connections that I have mismanaged and probably lost out on some opportunities because of that. So managing connections is also really important. So what is your calling? What's your purpose? My calling, my purpose is to serve, support, and empower our people. Mm. I am so in love with black people. Mm. Mm. We have so much to offer Mm -hmm. one another, others. And so any and everything that I do is Mm -hmm. lended itself to serve and support and and empower our people. Wow. Wow. That's powerful. Um, Servanthood is the greatest form of leadership. Mm. Servanthood, I'm going to say that one more time for the folks in the back. Like, servanthood is the greatest form of leadership. Why? Because it is better to give than to receive. That's a universal principle, by the way. I'm trying to tell y'all right now. <laughs> y'all going to get these gems whether you like it or not. That's just how it is. But when you serve other people, what you're essentially saying is, I am a well you can draw from. I'm not just drawing from the well. We are all accustomed to drawing from wells and that's great mm-hmm. no matter where you go when you go to go to work you're drawing from a well when you're at home and your relationships you're drawing from wells but are you a well that others can draw from and when you think about yourself like that you got to understand that you're serving somebody right whether you like it or not and so servanthood is the greatest form of leadership all right or spiritual whatever goal it's about educating our people in mm. the area of you know spirituality mm. finances mm. um education like educating us on all that life is offering yeah and and how we can be victorious in every aspect of our lives mm. so so my goal is about wealth building mm. and teaching our people mm. how possible it is right because we come from wealth builders we come from creators and owners of our own banks you know it was illegal for us to have wealth we created it behind the scenes and things like that so it's it's achieving wealth for myself but Mm -hmm. but helping our people with wealth building i want to leave a legacy i um um the scripture Proverbs thirteen twenty two mm. it talks about a good man leaves an inheritance for their children's mm. children, mm. right? And mm. I'm I am pat right now I'm on my children's children. Mm. But in the next twenty years, yeah. I'm gonna be on my great grandchildren wow. in terms of leaving. Yeah. Like, and and I don't think that I'm unique in any way. I think we yeah. can all do this. And yes. so whether I am good. um partnering with you and helping to create conditions of learning mm-hmm. that allow our young people mm-hmm. to do what they need to do to be on track to build wealth. Yeah. Whether I am doing real estate and mm-hmm. educating my clients on how to build wealth or buying real estate or doing my own things to do. I am trying to show myself and those around me that not only is it possible that but that we have the obligation to yeah. do so especially wow. as a people. Wow, 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 wow. So here's Bishan just 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 whoo we listen we could do the, the whole episode could be right there. We could stay right there <laughs> about wealth building just that. But here's what I'm gonna say about 
what she just said. She said, we have an obligation. Yeah. An obligation. Now, here's the thing. You can adjust your lenses all day with your words. You can even say that your actions are, you know, a, a, a byproduct of a consistent adjusting of your personal lens. It comes from the legacy that we leave. So I say this, and y'all heard me say this last season. You gotta leave a wealth legacy for sure. Like that's 100, like, you know what I'm saying? That's something we all have to do. We gotta prioritize that. But you must also leave other legacies, right. a health legacy, right. how you, you know, work on your body, yep. how you teach others to work on their body. A health legacy is just as important. Okay. What's the point of having all this money and you got every single ease, every single dis-ease, you know what I'm saying? And, and the, the money ain't worth it. You can't buy. And so a health legacy is very, very important. Mm -hmm. A faith legacy is very, very important. Some of the problems we're seeing in our society right now is because there's a lack of a faith legacy. So there are different legacies that we leave. Mm -hmm. We have an obligation to do that, right? Such a great answer, man. I love that. All right. So in 10 years, in 10 years, right, from now, you talked about 20 years, you know, your projection with your great, 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 you know, grandchildren. I don't know how many greats you said, uh, <laughs> but what, what do you want to be true in 10 years um, with the way that your work and your purpose are aligned and intertwined? Black excellence realized and activated. Mm, mm, that's good for my tribe yeah and for the masses like and and it's realized first because we have what we need mm, mm. Right? i i just think that we're, we don't realize it we don't mm. realize what we have we don't realize sometimes how capable we are mm, of, mm. of of really actualizing it and we don't realize that the things that we do and think and say today are directly equating to what we are going to have, do mm. and be able to say tomorrow. Mm, mm, and mm. so that's good. So spiritually, it is, you know, being so aligned with where God is pushing me towards and, and, and seeing his glory in everything I do think and touch. Right. Mm. Cause that's that's how, you know, you're on point. Financially, it is, you know, continuing to help others see how important it is to not only work for money, but have your money work for you. And again, just, I'm on, it's one great grand. So it's one great grand. <laughs> yes, grand. it's one, one, one great grand. That's a tall order and I'm about yeah. halfway through this journey here. Yeah. <laughs> so how <laughs> could have been, if I would see, if I would have started right now, if someone would have left me uh -huh. a legacy of, uh -huh. budgeted, mm. um, wealth building, mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. even understanding yep, yep, yep. what I already have in me, yep. I could have started earlier. Mm. The journey that I'm on now that I'm helping other people get on. Yeah. And I could have probably been at my great, great grand, but because mm. I had to learn on my own because that legacy of knowledge wasn't left for me. Yeah. I started a little late, but yeah. you know, my children, they're, yeah. they're good because yeah. they got it started in yeah. elementary and middle school. So yeah. 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 No, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and, and that's where we are, right? We are literally 
in the midst of breaking generational curses. Absolutely. And so Absolutely. that's the work. That's the obligation. I don't want to sound all like y'all are like, oh, what is he talking about? Blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Listen, you are a generational curse breaker. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And so when you hear that, don't think about it, you know, just in a in one sense. You know, it's in every sense of the word. Right. And so, OK, you've kind of touched on it a little bit, you know. But where do you see your faith and your belief system coming into play into all this? Because, I mean, you've already dropped some gems. You dropped, you know, Proverbs. I think it was. It was 1322. 1322. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you already dropped, you know, talking about that. Like, mm-hmm. so where, where do you see your faith, like, you know, come into play into all this? Well, in some ways, I feel like my faith is the, the driver mm. of a lot of this. Right. And so. For real, for real, it started when I got divorced mm. um, about seven years ago. And after being with someone else for 18 years and having this income or even having someone else do all the finances, mm. I was really scared mm. of yeah. what it meant to be on my own. Even though, you know, financially I made um, a good salary, but it has nothing to do with the salary. It's not sure. about how much money you make. Mm-hmm. It's how the decisions you're making with the money. Yeah. Right? And so right. um, the first thing was just trusting that God was going to show me or give me the confidence that I was able to still do this budget thing on mm-hmm. my own and, and live the kind of life that I wanted. Yeah. And then the more I trusted God and the more he guided me and the more our relationship deepened, then the more I wanted to be a good steward of all the blessings yeah. that I was given through him, right? And so as my income increased, the desire to be a good steward and honor God and honor my people with my money became even more important. And mm. in order to be able to do that, I had to budget mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. you know, be wise with what I did with what I have. And yeah. so it, I feel like it was my trust and belief and then my recognition that all that was on my plate as my plate was started to overflow. Yeah. Understanding that it was God that was doing it. Mm. And so I wanted to be a good steward of that. That's good. That's good. That's so good. Um, I, I love that because one of the things that we often see is, is that a lot of people are like, well, I don't have to believe in order to be rich, to have money. There are some universal principles right there. I dropped one earlier. It's better to give than to receive. There are people who are just, they give a lot, so they receive mm-hmm. a lot. That's a universal principle. Mm-hmm. Whatever you sow, you will reap. Again, another universal principle, right? If you put it into the ground, what comes in the ground, if you water it, what comes out will be a harvest. That doesn't matter what religion you are. It doesn't matter you know, what you practice, whatever case may be, what faith you are. Those are just universal principles principles right so now the what Bishan is talking about though goes a little a step deeper than that right what it's saying is is that we know who owns it all (laughs) and because we know who owns it all to be able to say like yeah you own it all so I'm going to acknowledge you for everything that I get everything that I receive and then I'm going to nourish it so that it actually manifests in a way that gives you glory, exactly. right? And and benefits other people. So it's not like some some, you know, 
hoodoo nonsense we're talking about here. No, no, no. It's just that we understand who owns it all, right? And it ain't us. <laughs> and it's not by our effort either. So we're going to pivot right now um, really into the budgeting. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just tell us, like, from your, your lens, what is budgeting? So budgeting for me, and I, and I want to, I want to, um, I appreciate the budget nista, right? There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually a real budget nista. I, I think, so. is there? Uh -huh, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, 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 she's a yeah, 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 she's yeah, a big yeah. deal. She's a big deal. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and I am, um, I can be a budget nista between sure. you and I, right? And I'm working on um, sharing a lot of what I've learned, but for real, for real, I am just, someone who did a lot of things wrong mm, a lot of things wrong and it took a long time for me to fix those things mm -hmm. financially mm -hmm. right, so one example is that i got a american express card as a sophomore undergrad mm -hmm. you know that's that's mm -hmm. the first setup really, yeah right yep, yep. and it had a 600 um max on my card and i went I'm, i was in new york and i went to the city and I bought six hundred dollars worth of guest clothes and Reeboks. <laughs> One pop. <laughs> that six hundred dollar limit lasted me about two point five hours. Yeah. But I will tell you that for six hundred dollars, mm -hmm. I had bad credit and would not be able to pay that thirty five hundred dollar bill for six years, and it was part of my wedding money. Wow. That's six hundred dollars turned wow. into thirty five hundred dollars and I had bad credit for six years. Wow. For six hundred dollars, which probably was wow. about four wow. guest jeans, two hoodies, two sweatshirts, and like two peri boxes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, for six, like nothing. For yeah. six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so wow. lots of mistakes, challenge ever, and then a determination to know better and do better. Mm, mm, so you know, I I I I'm an expert in my experience, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, budgeting has is has been about me deciding what type of relationship I'm gonna have with money. And deciding I'm I'm not gonna simply just work for money and pay bills, but in the most basic sense I'm gonna understand how I should be working my money and how my money should be working for me. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um what I love about what you said is you started with making wrong decisions, yeah. making poor choices. Listen, you know what? This is my podcast, so I'm going to just say it. <laughs> um, I had not one, but two credit cards mm -hmm. got canceled on me, got closed on me. Um, and I used to get uh, overdrafts and all mm -hmm. types of stuff. I mean, I was I was pretty bad um, in my early mm -hmm. years with, with money as well. Um, and just with handling these things. And the sad part about that, I could say that now, is it's like, hey, my credit's good now and everything like that. But the the amount of time it took me to rectify that, to fix that, man, listen, if I could do it all over again, right? Like, not only would I not have gotten a single credit card, um, what I would have also made sure I didn't do was you know, be the guy that would go to the college campus bar and be buying drinks for everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and thinking I was doing something, right? So anyway, um, so with budgeting, it really does come down to, I guess, for a lot of us, making some mistakes. Mm -hmm. And then really trying to figure out like, okay, 
in this season of life that and because of these things that are now happening in my life, I got to do something different. So how do you budget? No, 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 no. Because right. that's yeah. part of the legacy building, right? The- like, so my children, my mm-hmm. daughter mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. you know, she's in her 30s now. And she didn't get a credit card mm. in college. Mm. My mm. son is a freshman. He He's not going, to, not, not because I'm there to stop him, yeah. but because of the legacy of knowledge financial knowledge that i've dropped and so i just you know we don't we've learned though some of us have learned that's right right? that's right but we don't have to allow other people to make that mistake that's right for us to right we we can give them what we have yeah and it's ultimately up to them yeah to to accept it but you know i know in my case no one gave it to me and i feel like that's what this is all about right like giving giving what we didn't have to to others so that they can do better than we were able to do. Yeah. And and so I I agree with you 100,000%. And I think the the key there or one of the keys there from what you just said just now is thinking about the immediate impact mm-hmm. legacy starts to have. Yeah. Right? So when we talk about legacy, I think sometimes folks are thinking my my kids' kids, you know, this land that I'm going to leave them and this little pot of money that I'm going to put under this rainbow, um, you know, like, no, 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 no. It starts with the decisions that you're making right now. It starts with the decision I'm making right now, right? And so when I start making these different choices, I'm already starting. So again, y'all, I'm trying to tell you. So think about something as simple as saying, I'm going to start meditating, or I'm going to start journaling, or I'm going to start walking, or or I'm going to start going to my doctor's appointments when I'm supposed to, and just keeping up with those, right? Like these different, I'm going to start figuring out what is in the medicines that I'm taking. These simple, I'm going to start cooking stuff that's not processed. I'm going to start cooking stuff that's processed, but I'm going to limit it to a quantity. Whatever these little small tidbits are, you're starting to make different legacy choices that you'll be able to pass on, right? This stuff is not that complicated, y'all. I'm trying to tell you. So, all right, let's get back to budgeting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So why do you think budgeting is so important? So you made these, these bad choices. Mm-hmm. I made these bad choices. Mm-hmm. Now you're, 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 um, you, have, you have your kids who are not making these bad choices. So tell us just from that alone or for any other example, why is budgeting so important? Freedom. Mm, wow, freedom, that's good. Freedom. And so, you know, we live in a capitalist society and there is no, you know, there's no way to get around the power mm-hmm. and the positionality that money allows you to have. Yeah, it's right? good. And so it, it, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're the lover of money, but you do have to be realistic around the the place and the capabilities that having the freedom or access to money allows you to have and so especially as a people like we've been intentionally Mm. neglected and strategically oppressed Right. right and so our ability to find freedom and unleash the power that we have by not being in bondage to debt, mm-hmm. right? To not being in bondage to a flat tire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. you don't have yeah. 
$300, yeah. $259 to get a tire. Like, yeah. that has ripple effects on other aspects of your life, life. right? If you, now, this is, this is um, a lot deeper, but just looking at um, in Ferguson, Missouri, where they learned mm. that that the city was strategically oh, yes. um, disenfranchising our communities mm-hmm. with tickets, with tickets parking right. tickets, yeah. right? And we know that, right? Mm-hmm. But the other part of that is that there were so many of us that mm-hmm. didn't have yeah. $60 right. to pay a parking ticket. ticket. Yeah. And so interest, mm-hmm. we lost our jobs mm-hmm. for $60, mm-hmm. right? Orders, and so all types ex- of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Arrest warrants. Exactly. Yep. And so... So it's the freedom. So it's freedom to be able to pay bills. It's freedom to be able to help family and friends. It's freedom to be able to sow into causes and things mm. that are important to you. Wow, so that's good. as an example, there's a there's a church in this community and it is a predominantly white church. Mm-hmm. And so in June of twenty twenty, they took a stand and they said, We stand with Black Lives Matter, mm. which was huge Mm. they put out a banner Mm -hmm. and two banners one said black lives matter Mm -hmm. and the other one said we stand against racism Mm. it it is so huge for this community right and and to see it yeah did something to my heart like it made my heart i've been a part of this community since 2006 yeah and I've never felt like this was my community. Yeah. But I lived here. The schools were good. The the living is good. So I sacrificed. I sacrificed some things yeah. for other things to live here. But right. For the first time, I felt like this community saw me. Mm. Right. Wow. And so I wrote a letter to the church. Yeah. And I just told them, I said, thank you. Yeah. I, I know what this means here. And for the first time, I wow. feel seen. And I, I gave them a little a little snippet about, you know, being here and coming here for what everyone else came here for, hmm. but sacrificing, feeling a sense of belonging. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I gave them a check. Mm. Right. And that was it. I, I didn't know anybody from there. I literally looked the address up on Google. I didn't wow. drop it off. I put it in my... About a week later, I got a a letter from the pastor wow. just saying thank you and saying that he wanted to share some stuff that I wrote in the letter, mm. but he wasn't going to say. And he told me that he acknowledged that the community has some work to do yeah. and said there was some resistance. Of course. And that the signs have been stolen twice, but they keep buying them. I just gave them another check. <laughs> Response to that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I can only do that. Yeah. Because I budget. Yeah. So I literally sold into a cause. Oh, they taking down Black Lives Matter. Mm. I'm Black Life. Mm -hmm. I matter. I'm gonna pay for you to buy at least six more of those. And he wrote me back and said thank you. But like freedom, right? To give. And to take care of yourselves and take care of others and, and to take care of situations mm, that's that, good. you know, you may not even expect to yeah. have to, but you can yeah, because yeah, you've yeah. done what you needed to do. And, yeah. and, and it means the world of a difference. It does. Yeah. Wow. That the key right there, one of the major key, first of all, that is a heck of a story. I'm going to tell you right now. I love that. And what I love about that is it, it's, it, it, it will never be taboo. And it never goes out of style to take a stand. It, it may seem like, you know, 
hey, we're taking the stand. We don't even know what the blowback's going to be. We don't even know what blah, 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 blah. But there's, and, and I'm going to just use this. I'm going to say it like this. There's a Bishan hiding behind your stand <laughs> that you just don't know, right? And you're not going to know. But that's why you have to be courageous. And that's where courage comes from, right? Like faith, faith is, is a word that I think a lot of people use specific to certain things. But behind that is a lot of courage. You have to be courageous and take a stand. And so that's one thing that I really love about that story. Another thing I really love about that story um, is that you said freedom. Mm -hmm. The word freedom is critical here when it comes to money, right? So money cannot buy you the things that you need to survive and live. It can buy you a house to live in. That's a roof over your head. Now, if that house is hot, 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 and I'm not talking about heat. I'm talking about there's no joy, there's no peace, there's no laughter, there's no happiness, there's no nothing. Then... Okay, you got a roof over your head and that's great, but then you're going to have to pay money for all those other things anyway, right? Whether it's in therapists and doctors and all types of other stuff that you're going to have to do and be getting into all types of stuff, trying to find that joy in that people. Like, listen, money can't buy those things, but what it can do is give you the opportunity to make some certain decisions about your life, okay? Now... I don't necessarily agree with this saying, but I will say it anyway, which is, it's better to cry in a Lamborghini than on the street. Okay. Now, <laughs> as one who will probably never drive a Lamborghini, even if I got the money to buy it, I ain't still, I'm not going to buy it because that's just not my thing. The point the person was saying is like, hey, you know what? While money doesn't solve your problems... It does address certain things. And those things, those things you cannot get away from. Okay. Um, okay. So basic principles of budgeting, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's just talk about what it is. Are we talking spreadsheets? Are we talking calculators? Do we need TI-89s? For those of y'all who don't know what that means, that is a calc graphing cal Anyway, never mind. Do we need spreadsheets no, and all that? No, no, listen. I got this right in front of you. See this? Yes, this yes, yes. This is a yes. composition notebook. Uh huh. Uh -huh. It says 2022. Uh huh. I got this. This is a marble notebook. Yeah. I got this from the dollar store. Dollar store dollar notebook. Tree, yes, yes. A dollar six with tax. Yup. And this lasts me the entire year. Mm. Every year, at the beginning of every year, I do another notebook. Wow. Right? And so this is my 2022. Notebook and it's amazing because it I get to go back yes. and see yeah. from where I came mm. to see what my priorities were then mm. to see how much I was sowing yeah. who I was giving to wow, even you know what was your mortgage back then yeah. like these will be artifacts wow. that talking about legacy yes. I get to show my kids look hey. Nana Nana used yeah. to spend this much at yeah. the gym and now <laughs> the gym is two hundred and ninety nine dollars that's right a month or whatever so no. It is none of That's what good. you just said initially. Now, if you are an Excel spreadsheet person, mm -hmm. if you are fancy calculator, it could be that. Sure. But for me, yeah. it is just a marble notebook from the dollar store. Mm -hmm. In the front marked every year. That's simple. And there's so there's there's a few things. So one, budgeting is knowing exactly the money you have coming in. Yep. How much 
you got to give mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and what you're going to do with the rest. Mm. That's it. What That's you it. have coming in. Basic. How much you got to give out. That's it. And what do you do with what's left? That's left. Right. That's good. And so I for like me, that. so every, I get paid bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. Every two weeks. And I'm going to cover up some of the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I literally... Every single expense that yeah. I have uh-huh. is listed here. Yeah. Mortgage, and I pay either a portion, so whether depending on your bill, mm-hmm. you pay it all or you mm-hmm. pay a portion. It's mm-hmm. good. But every single expense, look, nails, yeah. vacay, food, look, eat out. Mm-hmm. And there's no, so there's no like item. Mm-hmm. That's captured in my life. That's not if it's not on here, it don't it doesn't get my money. Mm. Alright. Whoo! I told y'all this was gonna be fire. <laughs> well, I hope that y'all have gained so much from this episode already. I know that I have. We're gonna stop here and pick it up and finish up this episode next time. Until then, keep adjusting your lenses. Thank you again for joining me on the Adjust Your Lenses podcast. It is always a pleasure to have you. I am honored and humbled by everybody who listens. (laughs) I look forward to hearing your feedback and your comments. Please, please, please hit that subscribe button. I invite you to keep adjusting your lenses as we continue on this journey to unpack, uncover, and discover truths and to restore, replenish, and rebuild each other. Until next time, peace and love.